Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Journey to the Top yep, podcast, yep. the show where we follow people's journey to reaching their goals. My name is Juan Carlos. And I'm the other Juan. And today we have a really special episode for you guys today. Um, we're going to be talking to a couple of individuals who are quite literally preparing for a journey themselves, a uh, journey to Panama for World Youth Day 2019. And today we're going to talk about uh, three things. So we're going to see um, who they are, what's their background, uh, number two, why they said yes, why they're going on this journey. And number three, um, what preparation that they're doing um, to go on this trip, but also what do they plan on getting out of this pilgrimage uh, that they're embarking on? But before we get into that, we want to remind everyone where you can find this podcast. We are on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Anchor, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and our name is Journey to the Top Podcast. We're also on Instagram. Yes, you guessed it again, Journey to the Top Podcast. And if you want to follow us on our social media as well, me right here, Juan's Instagram is jsancas95, Z-A-N-J-A-S 95. And my buddy JC is also on the social media. Check him out on Instagram. He's at jcmedina21. So give us a follow, find us on Instagram, find us on the social media, get in contact with us. But more importantly, find our podcast. That's right. That's right. That's right. So uh, we're really excited because we're bringing in people that are going through journeys and, and interviews. And I'm sure by now you guys are tired of me and Juan just talking to each other. Um, no, actually, we're, we're, nah, pretty, we're pretty funny. We're pretty funny. <laughs> I don't know what you guys do. Check out our last episode. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. So, um, so we wanted to bring in people. Uh, that are going through a journey and uh, what's really cool uh, in a previous podcast we've always explained how uh, we're really close to our church community it's kind of where we grew up it's um, where we found our kind of grew our wings and yes. stuff like that as far as being able to be leaders and um, speakers and stuff like that uh, so we're really tied to our youth ministry community and it's really cool because um, we have individuals that are actually going to World Youth Day in Panama and we're going to get into that a little bit. But first, we want to welcome our two guests for today. We have Michelle and Susie. Say hello, guys. Hi. Hey. So um, hey. we asked them to <laughs> we asked them to come and uh, we want to just get their get their take on where they're at in their journey right now, because they're pre World Youth Day. This is currently mm -hmm. World Youth Day is going to happen in January. January. Yes. January of next year. Yeah. January. We're gone from the 14th to the 28th. Oh, awesome. Coming up really fast. I'm sure I'm sure it's, yes. everything's happening really fast. So we're going to kind of uh, ask you guys some questions where you guys are at and get some more info. Um, so let's just start off with um, you guys. Tell us a little bit about yourselves, um, a little bit of your backgrounds, maybe um, how you got into youth ministry. OK, so I'm Susanna or Susie, as I was introduced. Um, I'm part of our Spanish youth group here at St. Jocum's, Jóvenes Unidos en Cristo, or JUEC. And I actually, I started um, my journey with God um, about three years ago. Um, my sister, my older sister, she actually um, introduced me to this youth group and she brought me um, as a teen and I was a really stubborn <laughs> teenager. I didn't want to go, but I went and... Okay, so, so your sister is the one that actually brought you. Yeah, that's really cool. I have a similar experience. My, my cousins actually did recollection first and then they invited me. So like it's always nice having like family or someone that, you know, already there um, because it's not like you're just kind of getting thrown into a pond by yourself mm -hmm. or stuff like that. What, what are some of the things that you like about uh, Huec or what makes 
What makes Hovenus like unique as a youth group to itself? I would say the variety of topics that they go over. Um, each meeting is different. We really try to um, get our um, Hovenus, our youth, to um, reach out to us and let us know like what they want to see in our group. And we try to um, put that out there for them. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, do you currently have like a position on the staff with them? I do. I am the coordinator of the rosaries or Rosarios en Comunidad, where we basically bring the rosary to a family. And we pray, we meditate, and throughout the, the mysteries, we sing meditation songs. And I think that's something beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's super important, like, like not just meeting here but that the fact that you guys are actually going out like into the community that that's really awesome you know and it's very brave bro yeah it's super brave yeah you know like and it's but but it's what we're all called to do you know like exactly like we're not supposed to just keep the message to ourselves we're supposed to go out so you guys are doing that that's awesome um and michelle um how about you what what uh, what's a little bit of your background and and how did you get into youth ministry so um a little about me i was born catholic and never really practiced it and then there came a point in my life where things got really difficult. And it's funny because this lady who just worked with my mom, they sold Avon together. Um, she told my mom, hey, my daughter's kids are Catholic and they're going to do this retreat. You, you should get your daughter to go. And for some reason, I never went. But then when the, I heard of a next retreat coming up, I was like, I'll go to that one. It ended up being the retreat for TOB or Theology of the Body. And... Um, I really liked it. It was really cool. Um, I learned a lot and it helped me. That retreat helped me build myself up to get through the tough time I was going through. And then I kind of just stayed there. I felt comfortable. And now I'm the coordinator of this group. Wow. So I'm very glad in it. I've been in it for, geez, almost four years now. Wow. And I love it. I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's such a unique environment where people come and they, we all learn together. And there is, like, obviously some kids there that go, they mess around. But overall, most of the kids that are there, they want to learn. And I love seeing them come and at first be like, well, I don't know. And then at the end of the day, they're like, well, I'm glad I came. And yeah. I love seeing that there. That's awesome. For those that might not know, what um, what does TOB stand for or, th or Theology of the Body? What, what exactly um, is it? So Theology of the Body is um, it's composed of these talks that St. Pope John Paul II did. He wanted to write a book about how um, disconnected we were from God and how we can learn more about him through our own selves. And they told him, well, popes don't write books. And so he turned them into Wednesday audiences. So it was kind of like, ha, take that. And from there, other people took it and they turned it into a book. And so now we learn about it, how we um, can learn more about God through our own experiences, our own bodies, and just our dignity and our worth and how much that means to him. Um. When did you guys find out that you were going to be going to Panama for World Youth Day? Was it like, did you get to sign up or were you chosen or were you voted or how did, how did that how did that happen? Well, I guess you could say um, we were chosen. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, um, the way it was supposed to be, the coordinators were supposed to pick someone from their group to represent that group to go. And at the time, we had another person in our, at least for me in my TOB group, we had another person named Jessica, and she was co-coordinator with me. And they spoke to her before they spoke to me. And she's like, well, have Michelle go. 
And I didn't find out until they kind of started hinting it at me way before they interviewed us and stuff. Oh, wow. And I was like, shouldn't I be picking someone else? <laughs> but they ended up picking me, and I'm actually very glad they Jessica recommended me. Oh, awesome. Yeah, um, I think for Jovenes Unidos en Cristo at that time, um, Sandro was coordinator with um, Benny. And um, from what I've heard <laughs> was that they um, had chosen two, two, um, two people from Jovenes Unidos en Cristo, and they saw that I was active in the youth group, and that's how I was chosen. Wow, that's awesome. I've never been chosen, bro. Well, <laughs> it's funny because, uh, at least for me, I don't get, I don't get mad or offended. I, I, I really, not that I wouldn't want to go, you know, but at least in my current situation, I can't go. So I was like, ah, nah, because if I go, I have to stay, you know. And <laughs> it, no, if you go, you can't come back. I can't in. <laughs> come back, you know. So it was just like, you know, you can build the wall however how you want. I mean, there's no <laughs> getting through it, you know. Yeah. So that's why one day, one day, hopefully I go. One day. And just why did you guys say yes? You know, I've I've helped around when they went to Brazil. I've helped them when they went to Poland, and they all start loving each other. They're like, oh, we're so friends. We're so cool. We're so tight. Then. Through the middle of it, you guys are like, at least from my experience, that what I've noticed is, ah, oh, you're pissing me off. You know, like you're irritating. I spend so much time with you. You're actually really annoying. You're more annoying than I thought. Or you're actually a really good person. So knowing all of this, why did you guys say yes to go to World Youth Day? Well, I said yes because um, I actually don't really know why I said yes. <laughs> I just asked to go and I was like, all right, I get to go somewhere else, meet a ton of different people that are trying to follow the same path of faith as me. Yeah. So I was like, I thought that'd be cool to just go see and figure out. And I had heard about the problems that other groups would have, all the drama they would do. But surprisingly, in our group, we haven't had much. That's We're good. like five girls and one guy. And the guy is the one that causes the most drama out of all of us. Dang. <laughs> but Six <it's> girls? <laughs> 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 but it's hilarious. I love our group. We're actually, um, we don't hang out all the time, which in my opinion is kind of okay. Because then we don't get annoyed of each other. Since we're going to get annoyed of each other for two weeks straight in <laughs> Panama. But otherwise, we're a cool group so far. So far. It's good. Well, I said yes because I felt like it was an opportunity God was showing me. Um, later, um, before I had been asked to go, I was actually um, in the process of getting closer to God. And um, when they reached out to me, I was like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? So <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I'll, I'll see where God takes me and what he wants to show me. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, up until this point, like, obviously, there's, I'm hoping there's no regrets, you know, but how would I put this? Like, what could you, what are you guys currently doing? How are you guys keeping that yes alive? Because obviously after a while, it's just like the hype goes away and now it's not more of a feeling, but it's more of a decision. How do you guys deal with that? How can you guys, how do you, how have you guys overcame that or are overcoming that? Because obviously World Youth isn't until January, but how do you guys keep that yes going every day? For me, it would be, um seeing the youth and in, in my youth group seeing just how much they need of they're in need of an influence of of god and and just of doing things right of showing them the way to jesus um that's what i keep in my head and 
that's what keeps me going um for me when i was younger i always taught that joy is a gift from god and when i found out that i was going i wasn't just happy i was joyful because i was like well i'm gonna go i'm gonna learn something otherwise what would be the point of me going and so that joy is what keeps me going like okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna learn something and i'm gonna bring it back hopefully to help other people i mean i don't know what i'm supposed to do in life but i want to help people so if me going and bringing something back can do that, then I will have done my job. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I was not expecting that at all. I was just like, I just keep trying. I'm like, okay, you guys got all <laughs> deep and philosophical. If you're not awesome, it's amazing, you know? But I think that shows like the um, the maturity that, that that you guys have in your groups and just knowing knowing you guys for, for a little bit of time, uh, just seeing the growth that's been happening, yes. you know? is awesome and it's in the right direction right it's like good growth it's not bad <laughs> you know so and and just how you guys talk with such conviction and stuff is it's really inspiring for us because i mean yeah dude like it it gives us hope still i mean we're not that much older than you but still it's like okay things are okay like yeah. here you know like we don't have to worry like we put in our time in youth yeah. ministry but things are still okay and um you guys are carrying that that's awesome we're really happy for you it's guys. amazing bro because i think with these kind of trips they're not like vacations they're not trips they're missionary things you know and I've seen it in the past where people just go to go because, oh, I'm going to Brazil. Oh, I'm going, you know, and the fact that you guys are very selfless and the fact that I'm going there, yes, but I'm going there to bring something back to give to the people that I'm serving. Yeah. So it's like I'm doing this for them also for them because I know whatever message I'm going to get over there, it's not going to stay with me, but it's going to go to my youth or my youth group. Yeah. It's really very amazing, very inspiring. Like, dang, I need to be doing that. Maybe not with World Youth Day, but with whatever I am doing. Yeah. Yeah whatever information we get just you know sharing it if it's if it's good then sharing it because people out there need it yeah for sure what kind of stuff are you guys doing to like prepare i mean uh i know you guys are going to panama i mean you have to obviously buy a plane ticket it's not cheap um you're staying out there like accommodations and stuff but um maybe like what are you guys doing to prep monetarily but also um, maybe also spiritually and stuff like that, because I mean, uh, and I think you guys are on the right track just hearing how you guys talk about it, but, um, are you guys doing anything different knowing that you're going, um, that it's a big deal now to, to, to go to this kind of pilgrimage? Are you kind of like stepping it up or have you, have you started to introduce new habits or, um, what are some of the things that you guys are doing uh, to prepare yourselves? Well, as a group, we, we are having these formation formation sessions with um, Father Sergio, and I think that's helping each and every one of us. Um, personally, um, I'm really big on prayer. Um, that's something that is helping me a lot <laughs> um, because there are moments where in my own um, position, I feel like I'm not doing such a great job, and um, prayer is kind of what helps me to say no but you you were chosen to do this pilgrimage and to be in this position that you are in the youth group and you can do it um i'd say prayer is what um i do to prepare me um as far as monetary wise we did a lot of fundraisers from the moment that we um, figured out who exactly was in this group and who was going. And um, thanks be to God, we're done with fundraising now. So we don't have to even worry about money. It's just up to each of us to put our half of our trip into it. 
and spiritually for me personally um i've just kind of like susie i've just been doing a ton of prayer i'm trying to go into adoration more and just see god like right there i had an experience at mass a couple weeks ago at our last fundraiser actually where i got to sit in the very front pew and um i was kneeling there and i was I hope people didn't think I was being weird, but I was just watching them receive the Eucharist and just being able to see it like just there raw. It was inspiring. It was just, I was in shock that I was able to see him so close. So going to adoration is a new habit that I'm trying to pick up because it's just like, I'm left in awe every time. Yeah. Adoration is something else, man. And we, I know Juan and I can, you know, tell handfuls of, of stories of just things that happen during adoration or or what adoration has done just for us spiritually and um in the happy times but but also like in the hard times yes, too definitely you know because it's like we have like friends or we have our go-tos and when things happen um you know we need advice or we, we need stuff like that but adoration is like i know for me personally i can just say like when stuff like that happens like i just go to an adoration and i just stay there or you just like you're just still and I think the peace is kind of like what, what comforts you. At least it does for me, you know? You don't have to say anything. Like, he knows, you know? And it's just like, and, and that it, it can get very overwhelming because you're not asking for anything, but he just pours out so much. Like, you can literally feel, you know, him pouring himself out to you. And, um, and yeah, I know uh, it, it was pretty amazing. Gadi and I went to World Youth Day in 2011. We went to Madrid. Um, and one thing that we decided to do, she was still in school. Yeah, she was still in school at the time. Uh, so when she, she got off of school, when she got off for the summer, um, we would go to daily mass like every day uh, in the morning. And we would do adoration like half an hour after every daily mass. So we do, And I think that that's the thing. It's like you don't have to just go to like the chapel or an adoration chapel. Just stay in the church like afterwards. That's what we would do. So we just go and then we just stay in the church for like 30 minutes and have our own little adoration. And then we'd take off and then we'd talk about it and stuff. And that prepared us for so much that happened during World Youth Day. Because everyone talks about like, um, you know, stuff's not always going to go as planned or, you know, something's going to happen. Something's going to get stolen. So, and everything happened to us. Like every bad thing that could have happened happened to us um, when we were out there. But we took it as like the, the thing was when stuff happened, we didn't worry like other people did because our faith was already really strong. And we're like... God's not going to bring us all the way across the world for us to get like (laughs) robbed and all this stuff without taking care of us in some kind of way. You know what I mean? And, um, and that trust and faith was something that, um, would not have happened without our prep of daily mass and adoration, you know? So like, I totally understand like in, in deep, really deep prayer and stuff like that. Um, it does have an effect on you. It's like you're prepping yourself for, it's like practice for the game, right? So yeah. it's like if the game is World Youth Day, all this stuff spiritually is like practice getting your muscles ready, training yourself so that when you are getting hit or battled with stuff, like you can take it, you know, and like you're sure. And I, th- I think that's that's really important. It's, it's good to hear that you guys are preparing both spiritually and, you know, like just I don't want to say monetarily like, yeah, you need money, but it's just like it's it's spiritual. And then there's other types of preparation. Like you got to buy a bag. You got to buy, you know, all that kind <laughs> yeah. of stuff. So. At least for me, bro, I think for now, I was like, oh, it's the eye opener. Like, not, I haven't been going to adoration as much as I would, as I should be, you know, because I have so much time on my hands. It's ridiculous. But um, I think for me, like, obviously sharing with you and seeing how amazing, obviously, I've had amazing experiences with adoration in the past. I think for me now, it's like, hey, Juan, get off your butt and go. 
you know, because we're always searching to fill that void. We're always looking for something that brings us happiness and fulfillment when he's right there waiting, you know, with nothing else, you know, like mm-hmm. this quote by St. Augustine. Yeah. Uh, what is it? My heart is restless till I rest in you. Mm-hmm. Just that, just like, kind of like after this, I'm going to go to the adoration. Boom. Or during the week, find it, you know, because yeah. there's always times you need to make it a priority. Yeah, make it a priority. You know, yes. Schedule the time in to make sure you can do that. Um, what are you guys, um, you're both individuals and stuff like that. Now, looking forward, um, what is something that you are wanting to gain from your experience or what, what is the thing that you're searching for for yourself? Um, because everyone, um, you guys are in a group of six, you know, and it's great. You guys are all going together. But individually, I'm sure everyone's searching for something out there. Like, what is it that you're, you personally are searching for, either to bring back to your group um, or but really for yourself that 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 you're going to take this experience um, and it's going to affect you. What, what are you looking for? Well, for me, um, I'm really just hoping to figure out more about myself, what God wants from me more, because at the beginning of this year, I told myself, OK, I'm going to figure out what I want, who I am and what I meant to do. And I'm hoping that going over there, being away from everything down here, being in a place where it's going to be literally just up to what I'm doing, up to what I'm thinking in that moment, like hoping that that helps me see, okay, this is what God wants for me. This is what hopefully I can find my vocation up there, figure out if it's like married life, single life, the religious life, figure out what it is so that when I come back, I'm like, okay, I know what God wants for me now and I can make a plan for that. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And well, I'm honestly, I'm looking for the answer to my prayer, which is what is my vocation? (laughs) Um, Not only that, but bring like inspiration and new ideas to the youth group um, and share the the unity of all those youth that are going to be there um, from different places of the world and like have that experience and share it with those that are here so that they could motivate themselves to, you know, keep keep their faith going and stay in this Catholic faith and find out more about it. That's awesome. That's really good. Well, we'll definitely be praying for you guys for your trip and um, for your vocations, you know, like definitely, um, you know, even if it's not a like a boom, here's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, I think what it is, is it's it's an attraction. Like you'll start to, to see certain things. I know for me. um I never shared this, but uh, when when we went um, the last day of uh, World Youth Day, they have uh, the big like mass all together with the Pope and stuff like that. Um, and it's tradition that everyone literally takes the pilgrimage to walk to that place. So like ev- and everywhere there's like, OK, this is the starting point. Now everyone's going to walk. And when we went from Madrid, the I mean, the walk was long. It, I mean, it took us a couple hours, um, but they had a mass in the morning that was it was french it was french but it was gregorian chant so it was gregorian chant but the mass was in french and that was the only mass in the morning we're like well we want to go to mass we we were with a group of sisters the whole time and um and we didn't go from here madera we had to um, meet with another parish but and every day they would go to mass right so we're like they were like hey we found this mass do you want to go to mass with us i was like of course i want to go to mass um and in that mass they it was an old it was an old church that had no pews, had no pews, and, and it was um, really, like, anciently built. So it was all stone, and um, 
and, and it had a balcony, very old school, right? Um, so you go in and there's a gate and everyone's like, leave your backpacks outside because there's no room in the inside. Everyone's like, are you serious? Like, and, and when you travel, like you get freaked out because you're like, I don't want to leave my stuff, you know, but they're like, we have security, don't worry. Okay, you know, so, um, and we go in and it's packed and everyone's sitting on the floor, like next, next to each other and they just made a little aisle in the middle so the priest can walk through. And, um, and they start singing and it was just like beautiful. There was no... I think there might have been in Oregon um, maybe not but it was just voices and it was just like beautiful I had no idea what they were saying um, <laughs> but it was just really beautiful and at the beginning they had all these priests come in and just because every parish goes like with the priest you know so all the priests are coming in there must have been like 20 30 priests and and this in this church and they just kept coming in coming in coming in and uh, we look up there and the main celebrant was the youngest of all the priests and he was like I think they said he was like 26 he was 26 year old priest. He just gotten ordained like a year or two before, um, and they let him celebrate uh, the mass. And so he's doing everything. And when it came time for the consecration, it was so dope because um, they were uh, they came to the altar, and uh, he was doing everything um, like ad orientum, so like towards the tabernacle. Uh -huh. So his back was to the people. Um, but instead of all the priests like like that, like behind him they all made a circle around the altar. So they, so all the priests were in a circle around the altar and they were doing like the whole consecration prayer and everything. And they knew it. Um, and it, it just had, it moved me so much. And I was just like, like, this is what people need to see when they think of like vocations and stuff like that. Because unfortunately I think, um, you know, people might have not have good examples of priests in their parish or whatever. So they're kind of turned off by it. But it's like to see a bunch of young priests and then like the older ones and but all together and it kind of it reminded me of that scene in Power Rangers the movie this is bad <laughs> but you know like when Zordon's yeah. dead yeah. and then they all go around and they hold hands and then like it reminded me of that because I, I literally felt like just all the energy and like was they were so devout and I was like man and in the back of my head I was dating Kari at the time but in the back of my head I was like I think I might want to be a priest you know. Um, and later on, I mean, that ended up happening yeah. in my vocation story <laughs> yeah. that I, w I went to seminary, you know, but that had a big deal to do with it because I saw it. Right. And I wouldn't have seen that unless I was at an event like World Youth Day that really like facilitated those kinds of things. So like I really like tell you guys if there's something happening that like because they give you a booklet with all the events, yeah. if there's something happening that looks really interesting that you really want to go check out. Go, because that might be God's kind of little like telling you like you're interested for a reason, you know, like like go check it out or whatever. If permits with the group you know if you guys can go do it um but yeah super cool like we said we'll be praying for you guys hopefully i mean definitely. so that you guys have a safe trip you get everything that you're looking for for your vocations and um we'll definitely have you guys back once you get back to yes. to get the after story so <laughs> yeah. we can see um what happened and what you guys found and everything like that all right i just wrap this up real quick question of the day for all of you listeners out there are you planning any adventures trips or pilgrimages in the future Leave a comment in our socials and let us know. We would love to know where you guys are going. And for Susie and Michelle, if people want to follow your guys' journey, um, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Susie Santos. That's S-U-S-Y-S-A-N-T-O-S. And for me, you could find me on Instagram. It's at M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-98-H-G. Yeah, so go check it out. I'm sure they're gonna be posting yeah. a lot of photos and 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 stuff out there. If they weren't, they're going to. <laughs> if they weren't, <laughs> if they weren't before, then they are now. Definitely right? better. <laughs> awesome. So that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. 
make sure to subscribe to our podcast uh, wherever you're at um, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Anchor. Um, and for your iPhone users, please rate and review it on iTunes. Um, that way, the you know it can get out and we can share it with more people. So yes, definitely. Um, that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Thank you.